a HeadGum Podcast. Folks, we're halfway through Money 20's first month. Halfway through it. The first month. The first month. We still got some time in the still big Money 20. time in the January Money 2020. And you might be like, oh man, I got to join a gym right now. Right. Uh, or I got to get myself one of them bikes that people have at home that they just kind of watch videos of and they do it and people are talking about it and people have talked about it on this podcast and people want you to work really hard, but damn, that com- shit is expensive. Yeah. You don't want to pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. No. Right? The best way to get there, honestly, and you want to save some loot and get a great result, you go and get yourself an Echelon bike. Yes. What? You, What's yeah. Echelon? You go to echelonfit.com. Check it out. And discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes. They offer high quality at-home cycling experience that's half the price of Peloton. I think less, it might even be less than it's half. It's less than half the yeah. price of Peloton. They make beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms, busy dads, first responders, elite, a- elite athletes. Whatever your activity level They got a bike for you. Yeah, whatever you want to do, whatever you're after, they've got you covered. Now you think, okay, Peloton has this community and all this stuff because they offer these classes. Well, guess what? There's daily live and on-demand studio classes right at home for Echelon Bikes as well. Yeah, it had to happen, guys. They, it's a great idea, and this, this Echelon is offering it to you at less than half the price. Also, if you love Echelon... And you're not 100% satisfied, they'll give you your money back. Yeah. They will. So join hundreds of thousands of men and women that are out there getting fit with Echelon and saving money. Right. You can get, listen to this. So here's where they really set themselves apart. You can get yourself an Echelon Echelon bike today for under $1,000. Yeah. People have been talking to us about, they really love to get on this. They want the guided exercise. They want that home exercise bike experience, but they can't afford a Peloton Go to Echelon, under yeah. $1,000. Under $1,000. Go to echelonfit.com slash dumbbells and learn about their limited time free Apple iPad and complete and the complete details of this exclusive offer. That's right. Echelon, it's your time. Echelonfit.com slash dumbbells to learn about that free Apple iPad. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit. Dot com slash dumbbells, echelon fit slash dumbbells. Get on that bike, baby. I want an Apple iPad for free, man. Yeah, man. I want an echelon bike, too. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Singer. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors never claim to be. No, just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness. Want to help you with yours. The help can start right now. Yay. Hey, listen. Um, since we're in Money 20. We're in Money 20. And, um, you know, Greg was an awesome guest last week. And he, he mentioned at the end of the episode, and even when we were talking before and after, that it was just like, oh, man, we didn't even really get to get going and uh, and talk as much as we want to. And it, it's true. This podcast is awesome for us. And even though it's been going on for... Almost like 150-ish. I don't even, I gotta just I don't look. Even know. <laughs> 130 something at least. Almost 140. We're almost at 150. Maybe I don't know. more than 120. Maybe more than Maybe. 120. We don't know. Definitely more than 120. Who knows? Anyways. Who has the time to fucking add them all up? But we're, we're talking, I mean, this is at least a couple of years in. 
Yeah, who knows? And uh, who knows? We I don't mean, even the know math how long that we would have to do on that. I don't know. I don't. Who knows? Who what's knows? Next? Yeah, definitely over a hundred, maybe over one hundred twenty, possibly over one hundred thirty. Got to be more than ninety. Yeah, we can all agree on. We that. can all agree that we're and over more than 90. one year. Yes, and more than nine. Ninety. That's Whoever, all. That's fair. Any bell babies out there want to do the math? Go ahead and do it. All yeah. you have to do is look at the episode breakdown, and it'll tell you what number this is. You got any uh, fucking beautiful mind uh, bell babies out there? Yeah, get to it. What's any, that um, guy's name? Nash. You got any bridges? Yeah, any Nash bridges out there? You go ahead and you do that. Any, um, you know, um, uh, that's Bo and Jeff's brother Nash. Nash. Nash bridges. Good old Don Johnson back in the day. Yeah, Cheech Marin. Yeah. Oh man, and uh, you know, or or if you're if, or if you're uh, you know Matt Damon from. Um, uh, you know, the uh, Robin Williams bearded movie. Oh, yeah, dude. Robin Williams beard, baby. Everybody loved that movie. Yeah. I heard an interview where he won the Oscar for that, and uh, he said that Jack Nicholson won the same year. He won for supporting, and Jack Nicholson won for best actor. Uh-huh. And he saw him backstage, and Nicholson said, Hey, Robbo, now I got three, one for each decade I've been acting. You know, because he had won yeah. three actor, three trophies, you know. Jeez. And he's like, oh, that's good. Hey, man. You know, some people work. Robbo, I like that. I like Robbo, too, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Money 20. Money 20. Yeah, no, so the no matter st- how many episodes we got in, it feels on- like we still have things to talk about. And people still have a lot of questions. I'm back. This is now my third episode back, but we didn't even get to really answer any of the Bell Babies questions. And I know that I'm back. Us and Money 20. Because I'm back. Because I'm back. (laughs) The unstoppable rhyme animal. Once again. (laughs) (laughs) It's my uh, Chuck D. I'm back. Yeah, boy. (laughs) I'll do them both. Flavor, flavor, ah, oh, Chuck D. <laughs> flavor, flavor. <laughs> um, first, as soon as I moved to LA, flew into the Burbank Airport. Flavor, flavor was. You in saw flavor. Yeah, oh, that's I was a, like, that's oh, exciting. welcome to LA. That's great. Um, Did he have the full regalia? Oh yeah, on, yeah. This was like on? flavor of love time. Yeah, so he was having so another. He was, yeah, right, he, he was, was having a renaissance. Round two, full in red. Yeah, white clock. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was obviously him. Oh man, that was fun. Um, but uh, uh, since since I am back into the one of the two hot seats of the dumbbells, and I'm happy to be here, um, I, and I yapped so much about what I've been up to, we didn't even get to get to that many questions. And since it's the beginning of Money Twenty, and people feel like they need a boost, yeah. Or they feel like they need, um, you know, a reason to get started now. Y- yep. You don't. You don't, A. Because now we're mid into January. If you hadn't started your New Year's quote-unquote resolution or, you know, choices or whatever it is, themes, um, and you haven't gotten going yet, like, it doesn't matter when you start. Just start. And yeah. maybe it's today while you're listening to this, you get it started. Maybe you started in mid-December and you're like, fuck yeah, man, I got mm-hmm. it going. And then you fell off a little bit because them holidays got some sweet treats. They, they do, man. People are eating breads. Oh, man. A lot toast. Of a, lot a lot of, of toast. toast dude. We were talking going. about toast. A lot of toast, man. Avocado toast. Just Nutella 
Biscuits. Butter toast. Butter toast. Sourdough butter toast. Crumpets. Bringing them crumpets out. People eat crumpets like crazy. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. Is this an English muffin or it's just thick? It's a thick English muffin. And it's just one side of one. That kid uh, quit being a prince. And he's bringing crumpets over here now. Uh, he's like, I'm moving to the States with I'm, Markle. I'm, I'm not a prince anymore. I just fuck a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, you can have this crown. All I need is my dick. All I need is this. <laughs> and we're about to make some serious money. <laughs> They're going to make so much money. Oh, yeah. Here in dude. the States. Hell yeah, man. Um, you need no jewels. You don't need no crown jewels, dude. <laughs> you don't need to run them jewels. <laughs> I mean, none of them, man. Nah, dude. Let's get into it. He's done. He, he used to fly a helicopter. He's all good. Let's make this American Koosh. Big red. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big, he got that r- royalty red bush. What? <laughs> Isn't he a redhead? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, he got that royalty red bush. But listen, 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 listen. We're already off track. We haven't answered a single question. We haven't even talked. <laughs> Just talking garbage at this point. Yeah, we're just telling people what the episodes are going to be about. And here's the crazy thing. You know, we love it. We love that on Instagram we're getting tagged and stuff. And we want to shout out those people, too, who've been doing great. Also, all of these people that have been putting us us on lists for, like, great health and fitness podcasts. Like, we appreciate that you guys are listening that much, that we're on any kind of list for that. And that we're the goofballs that kind of make up the, um, you know, we're the ginger. Yeah. In the middle of your sush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pickled ginger. Yeah, yeah. We're the palate cleanser from all of the mm-hmm. information that people have, even though we do have a little bit. I mean, sure, we'd love to be a piece of big old piece of sashimi. Oh, yeah, man. We'd love to, we'd be, love to be a fatty tuna. Big old fat ass tuna on the fucking. Yeah, we'd plate. love that. We'd love that. Oh, dude, to be a fucking big old fat piece of fish tuna on a fucking plate. But instead, we'll take pickled ginger. Yeah, pickled ginger's great. That's fine. You still need your chopsticks yeah, for it. Yeah, if, you, if you're classy. If you're classy, Freddie Blassie. Uh, let's. You want to answer a question real yeah, quick? Yeah, let's go off the the dome. Let's let's start off. Yeah, a lot of questions have been coming in. People are looking to implement systems, especially here in the new year. Yeah. Um. You know, here here's one that's uh, on the um on the early side here. Um. Hey, dumbbellers. Um. Love the podcast. Listen to your Christmas podcast about the DEX. A scans, and I thought I could contribute something interesting. Um, I'm going to cut right now. I uh, was looking to measure my progress every 90 days. My PT is me- measuring my body fat percentage using calipers. But um, I also have a scale with the body fat percentage on it at home. It's the uh, Fitbit Aria. No shout out to them because we don't have a promo code for them. But anyways, we still said it. And I did a DEXA scan uh, before nap after and then gave us the numbers um in conclusion the calipers uh, were the least accurate but uh they're all showing a downward trend of uh one percent um of all these scans uh the dex scan can be expensive but it's nice and more accurate number um so uh so this is just a kind of yeah, we somebody were... giving us uh, information on what is the best way to measure your body fat percentage. Now, uh, in that episode, the DEX scan, you know, those are new things that are coming in. There's also the water ones, all the ones where you, like, go through a machine the tank and, uh, and figure it out. There's also the calipers, which I mentioned before. And then there's just the scale 
There's also this guy I knew who could uh, he could just tell by with his eyes at a carnival. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a good guy. What's your weight? What's your body fat percentage? <laughs> yeah. yeah, good carnival guy. Yeah, really good. I was like body fat percentage. Yeah, that's a new development. The it's weird like, thing well, is, you know, and you'd think, oh, maybe he used the tank or something. No, this guy was in a tank. He's half fish. <laughs> Um, and he was also doing that. So. Yeah, you had to hit the bullseye, and he, he dropped the into bullseye. the tank. And then he, and then his his legs turned into a tail. Right. And then he did your body fat percentage. It took twenty five minutes for all of this yeah. to happen. Shape so. shape of water. And then that that quiet lady fucked him. I think <laughs> it's pretty. I think that's what happened. Yeah, and he's no longer a prince. Yeah, no. Nah. Eating, um, eating eggs. So, uh, so the calipers uh, feed that fish man some eggs, lady. Uh, basically, the. Um, the DEXA scan is going to be the most accurate and will also show you probably the highest, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Because it is measuring everything completely. The calipers will actually show you um, the uh, lowest in general, just because uh, you're just doing it by general math. Yeah. Um, it's a little and, like a little algorithm. They average yes. it out. And then people, they have different sites. You know, your trainers will look at different sites and, you know, people, they get trained different ways to do it. Sure. But I think the the cool takeaway, this was Dave, Dave Tooney had come on and we had kind of speculated, like, what what is the most accurate? And so, uh, but the takeaway here, and this is kind of what we guessed and Eugene and I have talked about it before, is that they all did illustrate a downward trend. Yes. So if you don't have a DEXA scan available to you, you can't afford it. Um, I will say for the extra money, though, you're getting some bone density stuff in there. You're getting some more information, yeah. so that could be beneficial. And, you know, nowadays, uh, if you're not planning on doing it that often, uh, you, you, there's deals on it. Like, yeah. like um, And especially at the beginning of the year right now, if you look it up for somewhere in your neighborhood or you look up the... Um, and, and the DEXA scan is, is a D-E-X-A scan. Right. Um, uh, they're doing them a lot in a lot of major cities, but in, uh, yeah. in, in a lot of the smaller ones too, or the gyms, they'll have like this truck that pulls up the truck that pulls up. Um, and, uh, it's, it, it'll run you, if you're wondering, it'll run you probably around 40 or 50 bucks for a scan. U.S.? U.S. U.S. Uh, dollars, um, or, uh, 6,000 crumpets. <laughs> Um, so it's, uh, it's like 40 or 50 bucks us. You can buy it in like a two pack, which is probably the way that you want to do it. Um, maybe get like a two pack for a hundred or something like that, where you do it once and then wait three or four months and do it again. Um, we'll get Groupons. They still do Groupons. I think they do. I bet there's a group. I bet you there is some, I'm, I'm just trying to find a deal out there. I'm sure you can find it. If anything, you just want to make sure that whatever you use, you use that again. It's the same way with like yeah. just your regular scale, so that you can see the trend. Right. So yeah, he this this person that wrote in illustrated that they all were on a downward trend. Yes. So that was good. Good. At least you know if you're improving or not. Absolutely. And then so you could tell if you're going in the right direction. And then if you're obsessed with knowing what that number is exactly. Right. Then you then you splurge for one of the more uh, but accurate tests. You know, like uh, one one scan would cost you forty or fifty bucks. You can find a a scale, a home scale on Amazon that probably will run you around forty or fifty bucks. That will measure your body fat percentage as well. Yeah, it it will read maybe higher, maybe lower than this the scan, maybe close to exactly. Who knows? But your uh, goal is to get your body fat percentage down. 
So even if it does feel like it's, it's low already and um, when you first get that and your goals are to lose more body fat, then go for it. Yeah. You know, it might read at 20% and just like try to get down to 18, so on and so forth. Go for it. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'm going to bust you up. Go, um, go for it. That's Rocky 3. Oh, it sounded kind of like Rocky 2. <laughs> but, um, uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, that's just to get on track with answering anything here. Yeah, if you're uh, if you got some uh, systems you want to put in place for the new year, that that'll speak to that. There's nothing wrong with just checking in and seeing what your uh, where you you stand at right now. And it's funny, uh, especially when it comes to weighing yourself and 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 that people uh, focus on: Do I do it every day? Do I do it once a week? Do I do it once a month? Um, I think it's all relative to um, how. Um, honest you are about it and also um how uh real you are about the result meaning if you do weigh yourself every day that means that you're focused on doing an average yeah um you should not be quote unquote affected by the result every day it should just be math it should just be like oh i'm logging in another day it's just to see what my average is for the week or the month um you just do it every morning it's part of your routine fine if you're doing it once a week, the same-ish mentality should be happening. You should do it on the same day. If you're doing it once a week, you should do it, let's say, um, every Monday before um, you eat anything um, at roughly the same time so that you have a pretty good average of what your week-to-week is. Um, if you're doing it once a month, same mentality. You should do it first thing in the morning, maybe at the beginning of the month, um, just to kind of gauge uh what um, your average is or how you're doing every single month. Yeah, you want to control those variables. You're right. Um, and I think that, you know, the the philosophy of measuring to manage is, there is, some, there is something to that. Now, if you have like an unhealthy approach or mm-hmm. you have an unhealthy relationship with that stuff to where your day is ruined if you don't get the number that you want or right. you're not on a, you know, you're not trending down. Or you feel like you don't want to, Put your you don't want to take your before weight yeah. now because you haven't even started yet. Like yeah. you're scared of what it is right now. It's like no, you're where you are right now. Yeah. Just know that you're you're working towards a goal. Of the fact that you're even thinking about it. Yeah. So I think if you can, you know, like like Eugene was saying, if you can look at those numbers and then just say, okay, what I'm doing is working. I'm on the right track, or it's not. And then you can just from a from a healthy standpoint and a present standpoint say, okay, I need to make the following adjustment adjustments and implement the following system so that I can get that down. Then you're healthily, healthfully uh, measuring to manage, yes. not obsessing over a number. Absolutely. All right. All right. So then um, I'm going to answer another question just to kind of get this beginning of the year or beginning of your journey thing going, uh, weighing yourself is one thing. Um, and the next thing is this. A guy, Matt, um, emailed us about a lunch break workout. First time, long time. Awesome. Thank you. Joined a gym near my job. It's about five minutes away. So I have a solid 30 minutes to lift. Haven't worked out in almost three years. Any suggestions for maybe some must-do workouts? Right now, it's three days a week. Mondays is the bench, incline bench, lateral press, tricep workout. 
Wednesdays, lat pull down rows, flies, curls. So back workout. Uh, Fridays, military, uh, barbell, military press, some shoulder exercises, and a row machine. Anything I should add or subtract? Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Matt, um, if you're only working out three days a week, I don't see any legs. Yeah, dude. I, would, I got three things you should add. Legs, legs, and legs. Legs, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, like, um, the fact that you've broken it down... Basically, Monday is uh, chest and tries. Tuesday, uh, Wednesday is back and some curls, so a little bit of buys. Um, and then Friday is shoulders and more back. Um, I uh, I think you can do legs every one of those days. I think you can too, and since I you're doing you can a three it, day. And you can make it a bigger leg day on the shoulder day. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, maybe. Uh, doing a um, like a uh, a back squat on your Monday, mm-hmm. just adding one leg thing to it. Maybe a back squat um, on on the Wednesday workout. Maybe do some lunges yeah. on on that Friday. Add the squat. Um, either do like a um, a walking lunge as well, or even if you're doing. Um, a squat and then you do the uh, leg extensions and then the leg curls. So you're doing three work, uh, three different things for your legs. Three different um, movements. Uh, I mean, yeah. So to be honest, on that Wednesday, you should be adding a deadlift in there too. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That, I mean, that maybe in lieu of something leg specific on Wednesday, you could do deads. Yeah. And then, and then you could do, uh, you know, add in some more ancillary leg stuff. Just make sure whatever things you're doing, they're they're not just uh, you know, curls and extensions. Right. So do like a squat, do something functional. Yes. And and our our reasoning behind this is because you know, not only do you want the, you know, symmetry for your body and it's important to train legs and you want your legs to be uh developed and built, it'll help with back pain, all that kind of stuff. They're hormonally intelligent. So if you want your back and biceps to grow and your chest to grow and all that, you need to do you need to train your legs so that you get the, you know, the the testosterone and growth hormone response. Yeah. I mean the only way that that's really going to happen in a big way um in doing weight training is if you're if you're doing something really taxing with your legs. Right. So they're yeah, they're they're crucial no matter what you want to accomplish in the gym. Your legs is the is the way to get there. Yes, all paths in the gym lead through the legs. And uh, you know, we we mentioned this. Uh, if you listen to the last episode with uh, Greg uh, Tugalescu, he did speak about starting strength and and that kind of powerlifting and, and and working on your strength as well as the five by fives. And both both of those are really focused on that squat and really making sure your form is correct. Now, with only you know a half hour in the gym. Which is great, a lunchtime workout. Absolutely make the most of that. The way that you make the most out of that shorter time is to do compound movements. Yeah. Um, Which is a squat, which is a deadlift, um, and which is a a, a bench press, yeah. Or military. Or a military press. Uh, Yeah, and so, yeah, you get a lot of bang for your buck with those compound movements, and you you certainly don't have to do a starting strength or a five-by-five. No. But there are certain things that those guys have very wisely and intelligently incorporated into those uh, those lifting philosophies, and so you can just steal some of that for your own kind of modified workout, and that you know that that you have that thirty minutes for 
that lunchtime crunch, that lunch crunch, 30 minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Lunch Just crunch, put a little baby. L-A-G-S in there. Yeah. And you'll be off to the races in Money 20. Money 20. <laughs> man, we got to get that Dumbbells Money 20 yeah. t-shirt out there, man. Yes. This yes. is the year. It's the money year. Money 20. We still can't add. We can't count. We don't know. But we know it's money. <laughs> we know it's money. It's money 20 out there, baby. You got to switch the style up, and if the money piles up, then great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're banging through these, baby. We're going. Um, brick shithouse. Love <laughs> love that as um, as the An title email of the subject. email. Subject. Uh, this is from Gilly. Uh, hey, Eugene and Stanger, I hope you're both well. I'm 5'2", 28 years old lady with a fairly active lifestyle. I work as a quote-unquote room attendant, which means the technical term is a hotel maid or an underpaid servant. Eight hours a week, four days a week, uh, eight hours a day, four days a week, um, speed walking for 30 minutes total a day. To get there and uh, there and home on my days off, I rebound and do a P-volve, um, which uh, I, I don't know really too much about. Uh, and about uh, for about an hour, and followed by like a half hour of stretching. My question is, how important is weight training? Both of my parents were gym rats in the '80s, and my mother is 100% credited li- uh, lifting heavy weights. Uh, for the two fake knees she has at the tender age of 45, which is still causing her pain. Uh, I prefer to be slim and slender, but my body seems to want to be a brick shit house with weighted exercise. So even squats at 20 pound dumbbells make my legs look shorter and stockier. Plus, given my genetics, I don't want to risk destroying my knees further than my job already does, only to end up uh, with fake knees at 17 years old. Now, I love cardio and rebounding, but uh, because it's low impact and the pump, uh, and it pumps my lymphatic system, and will be sustainable for many years to come. But obviously, there's less lean muscle, and I have uh, less fat burning power. My body has. Um, plus, I know weight training at the gym um, isn't for me, and would not be sustainable through life. Are there body weight resistance uh, and at-home kettlebell dumbbell exercises enough for me to keep my muscle and burn the fat, or am I doomed to live a shitty body composition life uh, inside a, a brick shit housery? Um, thanks for the entertainment and the laughs. Best wishes, Gilly. So um, basically, she, she's wondering if you know, using uh, body weight resistance and kettlebell dumbbell exercises at home enough to keep the the muscle she has and burn the ha- burn the fat, or does she have to lift heavy? Does she have to do strength training? Um, uh, weight training, I think, is good. Resistance training is what you will do to keep and build muscle. It does not have to be, even though we just spoke about lifting, power lifting, getting stronger, you are going to get stronger doing resistance training of any sort and doing kettlebell training now uh, or dumbbell training at home. Um, It depends on how heavy that weight is, though, for you. Now, if you're doing um, this uh, kind of training at your home and you're using, you know, 
three or four pound weights that are easy for you, you're doing more of a uh, a cardio workout, right? Um, if there if the resistance is just to kind of have something in your hand and like you know making it tiring come you know, 20 to 30 reps later, that's more of a cardio workout than it is any kind of strength training or resistance training, honestly. So um, you might need to bump up those those uh, weights or that kettlebell um, once they start getting easier. Once yeah. the exercises are getting easier, that means you are getting stronger. That means you are building muscle, which means you need more of the weight to put on there and sustain. Um is there anything wrong with doing things within the, you know, 12 to 15 rep um, range? No, it's great. That's yeah. fine. If you want to stay up there in more of the, you know, fat burning cardio uh, rep range, go ahead and do so. You'll still hold on to the muscles you have. You'll still build muscles that you don't have. Um, but, and you won't have a shitty body composition by doing that at all. Um uh, the issue is if you're just kind of doing aerobic exercise and that's it every single day um, in there. I Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, speaking to the email, P-Volve, I, I looked it up while we're talking and uh, it's it's like it, it, so it's this kind of um, movement based exercise program. They, they have some equipment that they sell. They have some group X classes that you can do. You use bands, you use balls. Oh, okay. So you, there's resistance and body weight training. Yeah. yeah. Resistance, body weight, um, stuff you can do at home. It looks good. Like I just from kind of giving it a cursory glance online, uh, it looks good. And it looks like they're sticklers for form. And, um, and variety, I like the band involvement, Sure, um, simple equipment. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, you know, incorporating some P-Volve stuff, um, you know, they've got a, they've got a website, you know, listeners can check that out, um, is great. Now in regards to, you know, weight training, destroying your joints and knees, you know, can, if you're doing this stuff wrong. Um, and there's certainly, you know, repetitive stress that can happen. Sure. And especially if you're dealing in like really high volume, but I mean, I, I think if you're doing that stuff, right, it's definitely safer than like, like jogging long-term, um, you know, or doing like a, a real, you know, consistent repetitive stress sport, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff where you're doing the same thing over and over and over right. again. So I think, you know, people run into issues with, you know, compromising their joints and their joint integrity is when they're doing stuff wrong. Or if you're not, you know, properly, you know, stabilizing those joints, you're not doing enough static strengthening, yeah. or, you know, having shoulder stability or leg stability. And you're doing the, the, the P-Volve stuff. You're also spending a half hour doing stretches. So you're making sure that you're staying limber and, and flexible through all of your exercise and you're doing power walking and all that stuff to and from work. I think with that kind of, um, um, focus on making sure that you are uh, warm enough to exercise, I think you're in a good place. Um, being scared because of what your mom did in the eighties, the eighties were also different when it came to weightlifting. Like we didn't have the information we have now to work on, um, strength and work on your, uh, uh, your body or, or form the right way. Right. So, who, so who knows, you know, if your who knows? mom, and you know, she also mentioned to you that that's what she thinks it is. Is it for sure? What caused the fake knees? 
Maybe. I don't, yeah, if you're doing squats in, in not the proper form and not running your body through the correct ergonomics, you know, where you're like slamming your knees in together and there's valgus stress happening under weights and duress, then it certainly could happen. I mean, you sure. only get so much cartilage. Right. Now, in regards to, to an aversion to resistance training or worrying about being stocky, we get that. It's definitely something that comes up for women a lot. Yeah. Completely understood. Here's what I'll tell you. As we age ever so gracefully, you start to lose lean tissue. And the first thing that starts to atrophy on people is their, is their legs. So that that leg muscle goes away and it gets harder and harder to come by the older we get. You know, our, our youthful hormones that we have a lot of start to diminish. And then you just have a harder time putting on muscle. And you very wisely said that that muscle, that, that muscle that you have is your calorie burning potential. So as we, you know, women in particular, women start to age, they lose that muscle, they lose the calorie burning potential and they start, they start increasing their body fat and it's harder and harder for them to stay lean. And that's because they don't have that, that, that lean tissue. You're a young woman right now. I say make hay while the sun's shining and, Mm -hmm. and incorporate some good primary lifts in there. You don't have to make it the foundation of your workout. It doesn't have to be everything that you're doing. But but do it because there all these studies we read about them all the time. People send us this stuff about the benefits for for strong weight training, a vigorous weight training as we age. Actually, putting some weight on the bar and getting underneath it is highly valuable for people mm-hmm. as they age. Good for bone density. Good for body fat. And I, you know, I don't know. You, you work with like a specialized population, and people fall and break their hips. You know, we're not telling them to do more cardio. We're telling them to lift some weights. Yeah. And so it sounds like you've got the cardio and all that stuff down. Don't be afraid of the weights. Yeah. Experiment. If you're getting a little bit too stocky, back off on the calories a little bit or adjust that. But, you know, it doesn't, you're not going to blink your eyes and then have giant quads overnight. Yeah. You know, I, so. th- I think a lot of that is also like how you're looking at your body as well. So you're seeing that, you know, 20 pound dumbbells, all of a sudden you feel like your legs are getting huge. You know, um, just, you know, focus on focus in on it while you're working out. Um, know that it takes time to get huge legs. Yes. Um, and um, if you get more muscular legs, um, to burn those down to for them to be slim is easier to do when you have more muscle underneath anyway. Right. I like it. <clears throat> Me too. I loved your email, though. Yes, me too. Funny as hell and cool as hell, and shit, you're on the right track. Shit brick house. Brick shit house. <laughs> shit brick house. We flipped it. <laughs> Stanger, what are we talking about here? Whole 30, we're talking about keto, we're talking about just like a healthy diet. Yeah, we're talking, Is that about, we're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about eating clean for, yeah. the, for the new year. For Implementing the, systems is what we're talking about. We are, we are. And, and you know, like people get worried about um, uh, how good their food is. If it's coming from the right place, if it's coming from, um, you know, grass-fed beef, for instance, or um, or pasteurized raised eggs, that kind of stuff. Right. right. Is, is, is it grossly factory farmed sure. or is it, is, it, is it raised humane and responsible? Right. And you know what? A company that takes care of it where you don't have to have any of the guesswork because they have done it correctly, I feel, is Vital Farms. And yeah. they... Right now, specifically, are rocking out a gi. 
Yeah. They're a sponsor for us today. And Vital, Vital Farms is a great company. They've got this, uh, they've been making pasture uh, raised butter for years. Yeah. And they believe that great ghee starts with better butter. And that all starts with the cows. Pasture raised cows that are raised to graze on actual pastures, just like cows should be. Now, you know, Vital Farms, you might recognize them from the the uh, the eggs that they have. Right. They have the pasteurized raised eggs. Eugene and I use their eggs. All the time. They have like the little black box on them. That's really cool. It's a good-looking box. Good-looking box. Good-looking company. Good-looking box. Great-tasting eggs. Great-tasting eggs. But you know what else? Their ghee is also unbelievably clean, beautiful. I use it, honestly, all the time. And it's... um, and it's good. Now, if you don't know what ghee is, it's made from cooking down butter to remove all the water and milk solids. So it's it's clarified butter, which means it's lactose and casein free. Yeah. And here, and the reason that we really like uh, using ghee is that it's got a high smoke point. So we've talked a lot about how olive oil will burn. Uh, you know, you can use olive oil at low heats, but it burns and it chemically alters at high heats. Right. So the fact that this ghee doesn't, it makes it great for frying and delicious for sautéing. And then you can also actually, if you don't want to use it to cook, you can spread it on toast. You can drizzle it uh, on popcorn. You can use it in your coffee. Yeah. To make yourself your own kind of like home, you know, bulletproof coffee sure, deal sure. situation. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, also... They make it easy to put on your popcorn and all that stuff because there's a squeeze bottle now, baby. Yeah, this is what we like. Yeah, no Eugene, spoons required. Yeah, Eugene used to fist it, right? Yeah. You used to grab it in your hand. Yeah, I used to scoop it up like a like um, like if you a saw bear, the, if like you, a bear reaching into a, a yeah. tree for honey. If you saw the movie Kong Skull Island that I was in. <laughs> I was just kidding. Anyways, he picks up some water and drinks it. That's how I eat my butter. Vital Farms. <laughs> Pasture raised and bullshit free. Listen, you know that analogy, right? If you want to eat clean, don't you scoop your ghee like Kong scooping water. Get a squeeze bottle, man. I just want you to have ghee that's lactose, casein, and gluten free. Okay, okay. And if you go over to Whole Foods Market, you can get the original or Himalayan pink salt version of the squeeze bottle ghee. They got that Himalayan <laughs> pink salt version, baby. I love it, man. Get them hamo salts. Get that. Get that Vital Farms, man. Pasture-raised, bullshit-free. Yeah, baby. Um, Nutrition-wise, we got some questions about that. Switching to a plant-based diet, yeah. I think, is one. You want me to read this? Sure. All right, let me pull it up. Okay, well, this is coming to us from Mark. Shout-out to Mark. Hey, uh, <clears throat> hey, Eugene Stang. Hi. Day one, Bell Baby here. Ooh. Hmm. Day one. Oh, from day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It's not his first day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Huge fan of the show, and I'm super grateful for all the help. I've gotten in my fitness journey. Uh, I've gotten my in my fitness journey through listening to the pod. You guys rock. Heard of it. Uh, I'm glad you take your time with that, with that sentence, too. <laughs> I want people to know that we rock. Yeah. Because we're back. Uh, I was always pretty heavy kid. Filipino, Filipino clean plate club. There it is. There it is. And eventually hit my max weight of 180 pounds at a height of five foot six in college. But thanks to the training and diet tips I picked up from the pod, I've dropped to 150 over the past couple of years. Wow. I've been making some progress, but my question is mainly about switching to a plant-based diet. Um, I've oh, always boy. been interested in switching to a plant-based diet, 
Then watching Game Changers, people have been talking that about that a lot, uh-huh. recently was the final push for me to give it a shot. I've been trying to plan my meals to hit the same macros I'm hitting now, but I'm really struggling to get my proteins without having my carbs skyrocket at the same time. For reference, I'm currently eating around 1,800 calories with a breakdown of 130 grams of carbs, 150 grams of protein, and 70 grams of fats. I'm doing a five by five with some climbing as my active rest days. My goal is to just maintain my strength and burn more fat. But I'm worried that increasing my carb intake while not hitting as much protein will throw off that progress and balance. Uh, any tips for handling this kind of trade off in my macros would be greatly appreciated. Oh, God. It's pretty fun when I do that stuff, man. That's why the people, last one I think you're going to read. This guy's a day one. He's a day one because he's been listening to me do that. Thanks again for the incredible show and keep up the great work. Gooies. Oh, boy. Gooies. And this is coming to us from Mock. Okay. So um, we're, we're basically breaking down your macros. You wanted to make sure that they're the same. Um, switching the plant base is going to be a tougher way to get there. Challenging. Um, but not impossible. But not impossible. Um, it, it will, until you start, um, getting a little bit more familiar with the plant-based diet that you live by, um, you're going to have to do some things in transition to make sure that you keep them up there. The way that you're going to do it is by implementing more, uh, pea protein or any kind of plant-based, uh, protein powders. Yeah, it's got to supplement. You're going to have to supplement a little bit as you're figuring out the transition and seeing if it works for you. Now, you know, watching the Game Changers thing, we've we've gotten feedback um, from people um, either for it or against it. You know what? It's like you make your own decision, you, you live your own life. If you focus more on living plant-based or you try it and you stick to it and you feel like that's a better way of life for you, and you feel like it's a better uh, way of life for everybody around you, then, like, you know, preach it. Go ahead. If you feel like it's not the other way, preach it that way. It doesn't matter to me what you're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, what matters is that you feel the the best and the healthiest um, in your life and the way to get there nutritiously. Now, you know, like, obviously you can... You know, lose a bunch of weight, not fat, but lose a bunch of weight by doing a bunch of different things. Um, and ultimately, it's about your calorie. Cut a limb off. You can cut a limb off. You're it's your lose. calories in versus your calories out. If you take a limb off, that's a bunch of calories out. That's a bunch of weight. That's You're a bunch of weight. weight. You can yeah. lose it right away. Yeah. Uh, a leg off. You cut one of your legs off. What is that? Like a hundred pounds? At least a hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, one of my got, legs is a hundred. You got pounds. some sticks, my man. You got um, some le- Eugene's got some legs. I on got some here. thicks. You got some thicks. Um, but you know, you can eat French fries every day, and that's your only source of you know calories. And then you keep them under a certain amount, you're going to lose some weight. Are you going to lose muscle? Yes. Are you going to gain some fat? Sure. But will you lose weight? Absolutely. People are going to be asking about this French fry diet. Sure. I'll tell you. All right. Eat 1,500 calories of French fries a day, and that's it. Drink a bunch of water. Dear Eugene Stang, I'm on the French fry diet. <laughs> um, but uh, 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 the, the question is making sure that you're getting your uh, results as far as your, your macros. I, I applaud you for that 30-pound that loss of being 5'6", 150 now. 
um, and uh, focusing on your five by fives, doing your active rest days. Like you're you're doing great. In Do there. you like being in the Filipino clean plate club with him? Yeah, I'll finish my shit. Yeah. Um, and staying around eighteen hundred calories. Yeah, you're you're staying pretty low as far as your calorie intake. So, um, I think what you're gonna need to focus on is making sure that you're hitting enough calories every single day. Um, and mainly within that protein, uh, especially if you're not used to it, if you're used to take getting most of your protein from like, you know, um, from meat, um, then the transition is going to be a little bit hard until you find the right way for that to happen. If you're worried about your carb intake, um, I think that's part of the transition. I think that's what you need to, you know, make sure that ultimately, even if your carbs go up, that your calories don't go up. That might mean that your fats might have to go down. Um, but you want to stay within your calories of 150 grams. I mean, your proteins of 150 grams, 140 grams-ish. Yeah. So this came up a lot lot from this Dave Tooney episode. Yeah. It's very explosive episode from eh, Dave. He's fine. Dave Tooney. Uh, so he very challenged right now with uh, representing his macronutrients. He eats uh, a healthy plant-based diet, but his carbs are always way up. Because mm-hmm. even if you're, you know, if you're trying not to supplement as much and just eat your macros, you're going like beans. And beans, you know, even though they yes. do represent a lot of protein, they, their carbs come with those. So, sure. you know, us that, that take the shortcut and eat meat... You know, we're, you know, I can eat a whole steak and not get any carbs at all. Right. Just having meat. Uh, So you're, you are in for a challenge. But like we said, it's not impossible. And Eugene was right. You're going to have to supplement it, I think, especially initially. Yes. To get there. But what I would do is make sure, dial it in so that you can get as much as you can from eating. So that's, you know, nuts. Pro, that's nuts, beans, and then the high protein uh, vegetables. Yeah, and just see how dialed you can get it in there. Okay, then once you hit your carb limit, then you supplement with the pea protein powders. Sure, it's not satisfying, especially for how little you eat anyway uh, with your eighteen hundred calories. But just see how you can do with that, and then make that your north star. Once you have that down, you know that that works and that you're staying within that realm of what you, you, you listed for us with your macronutrients. Then what I would do is start to experiment and just make sure that you, you, you audit what you're doing. So experiment by upping your carbs a little bit and seeing like, okay, how do I do if I eat some more carbs? You may do okay. You may, yeah. you may still be able to maintain your weight and stay lean and maybe make some strength gains by upping your carbs a little bit. And that, you know, that would be a little bit more uh, conducive to your plant-based lifestyle. If it, if it isn't, you start to fall off a little bit, your protein drops or you're not liking the results you get, you can always go back to what you were doing before. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you're, you're an athlete that's eating plant-based. So that's a pretty specialized population and you Mm -hmm. may just have to supplement more than the normal person does. And people do it. And And people, people absolutely do it. I mean, that's what that documentary is all about. Yeah. Weightlifters and athletes and all that stuff doing that shit. So it's certainly there for you. And it's also, you know, you're going to have to spend some money on those supplements. So that's a factor to consider too. Yeah. But, um, but please, uh, Mark, uh, let us know how it's going. Sure. Because this is something that comes up a lot. And because I haven't ever experimented with going all plant-based, I, I can't speak from experience. I'm just giving you some kind of, um, 
some common sense tips. Sure. Um, but I would be curious to see how you do with that. But I would say you're going to have to explore the supplementation, at least to start with. Um, but yeah, let us know. Great. And thanks for thanks for listening and thanks for writing in. From day one, baby. From day one. And thanks for letting me um, do some funny pronunciation on your email. I'm sure you enjoyed that. Uh, Eugene didn't like it, but I I'm didn't like sure it at all. that you did. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I think he did. So here's one. Um, hey, Dumbbells. I'm a 31-year-old gay guy who is getting back into the gym after a few years off. I've only been back uh, lifting weights for about two months, a normal push-pull-leg split, and I'm struggling to be happy with the little bit of progress I'm making. I'm slim, tall guy trying to add some mass by building strength and increasing my daily calories. Uh, one of the things keeping me motivated to get a hot bod is wanting to date a dude with a hot bod. Is it bad for my mental health? that I am working out so I can have the physique that I am attracted to on other guys. Is it terrible that I want to be buff, a buff dude so I can attract buff dudes? Uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for keeping me laughing during my drives and workouts. Josh. Um, this is about uh, finding a buff gay guy to date. Um, so... Uh, one of the things that keeps him motivated is uh, to wanting a hot bod is because he wants to date somebody with a hot bod, right? Is that bad for his mental health? Is is what he's saying? Um, hmm, that's that's a honestly a great question. It is uh, uh, just a, as far as you know, breaking it down. Why you work out in general? Right. Uh, what are your goals? Why do you want those goals? Um, what are you striving to succeed? Right. Yeah. Um, ultimately everybody has a, when it comes to exercising, once you get into it, um, is not only does it become about being healthy and now we're going to always say, Hey man, if you're healthy, um, if you feel healthy, if you're at a healthy place, you feel like you can do you strong enough to do the, your daily tasks, your, um, uh, you have enough energy, you're sleeping well at night, you're, you know, you're not feeling overly tired, your nutrition's on point, then it doesn't really matter what you look like because you probably look pretty good. Right. That's ultimately what we are trying to say in life. Now, kumbaya, kumbaya, but Kum it is a very kumbaya mentality. Now, do we even live by that, me and Stanger? Of course not. No. And it's hard to not have that mental, is it, you know, is it bad for your mental health to have these goals that are, you know, that of, you know, something else or what you're trying to reach towards, or you're, you're basing it off of somebody else's Instagram picture, or you're basing it off of, you know, something, somebody you are seeing on TV. It, it doesn't matter. Fear of getting out of shape. Fear of getting out of shape. It's the whole like, uh, oh, I just want to be healthy and feel good. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Fuck, I look like shit in this picture. <laughs> yeah. A fucking fat piece of shit. It's and then I get on here and I'm like, hey, look, man, all hey. that matters. You feel good, you're healthy. Right. You know, who cares? Who Don't, cares? Who cares? Ah, I look like shit. <laughs> I look like fucking shit. <laughs> who takes pictures from that angle? Yeah. Oh fuck, thanks for shooting me from a low angle, <laughs> mom. <laughs> fuck! I'll just untag myself off of that. Yeah. And, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. How did Facebook know that that's my fat face? Fuck! 
Um, so what is the mental Look, thing? Look, Bell Babies, just feel good, be happy. Ah, fuck, I fucking blew it. You fucking pig. We want to be honest with you guys. It's all, it, it is one of the hardest. Um, yeah, it's it, constant. It's, it's a constant thing that you always have to deal with mentally and physically. And, you know, everybody has their demons about it, and you have to deal, you have to work through it. I heard this, uh, I can't remember who, maybe like Ram Dodds or something said that you can't, your mind is like a, a river and you can't change the direction of the river, but you can start to pad the banks a little bit, uh-huh. you know, like to adjust how it's going to flow and where it's going to go. So you have this kind of unhealthy, you know, negative, you know, thing that you're up against and you can't just like stop. Like, I'm just going to think about it from a healthy standpoint sure. now. But what you can do is you can start to pad the banks a little bit and do this mentality work to get yourself in the right direction. Right. And when you feel yourself fucking falling off, you fat piece of shit, you can start to pat, you know, like, hey, come on, what are you doing? You right. know, how do you feel? What, what's, what are you doing this for? What's going to sustain you? What's going to last? Sure. Um, what were we even talking about? I'm screaming too much. You're screaming. Yeah, you're getting a headache. Uh, uh, oh yeah. So we're answering this question about yeah, so what, what you're doing it for. What you're doing it your, for. Your your reasoning of why you're doing it. Now, a, it's never bad to want to find a partner, and no, it's no. it's not bad to to want to uh, show you know like you know be your best and and put the best foot forward and feel healthy and happy. In your body when you're looking for somebody else. Now, if you have a type or somebody that you want to date, that's not bad either. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, being attracted to really fit guys, I, I, it does make sense to be like, well, I'm going to be a fit guy and I'm going to put myself around fit guys. Yeah. You know, uh, be the, be the person that you want to attract. Yes. Um, definitely is the right, but the problem that you run into, if you're purely, you know, if it's purely aesthetics or vanity based, how long will that sustain you? Absolutely. You know, it does give you a little bit of like a a boost. It's great for initial attraction. Right. Sure. But how long is that going to sustain you? So, you know, how long is it going to sustain you personally on your workouts? And how long is this relationship going to last if it's all predicated on that? Absolutely. Now, also, if you um, are just focused on um, on uh, uh, comparing, then you have to change your your mental um, health as far as your comparing is not uh, has to be. Um, padded on the banks. Now that you might always do that. The gym is a hard place to be and not do that. I, I mean, completely honestly. So, you know, I'm coming from. Be honest here. We're sharing. We're I'm sharing. Honest. I'm this sharing. Guy, this guy laid it out. So, and I think it's awesome. Yeah. So you be uh, and, honest and this too. Is, this is a great question. You know, when I when I first started my journey, journey, and I felt like I was um, just really unhealthy and and unhappy of what of. What, where I was, how I looked, all of it. A lot of it was... Um, smoking, drinking. Smoking, drinking, all of it. Like, it just felt, um, you know, um, I was judging myself really hard and where I was and, and what I was doing. And, I, you know, the first thing I started doing was running a little bit more and, and all of this with Trish. Like, the two of us would run more. And, you know, I, I signed up for, like, a 5k or something and even then looking around just going like I'm not a runner I'm not like these people and 
just always being the odd man out. Ah, I'm not this. I'm not this. And then I show up and You're I start like doing like dress shoes and stuff. I'm wearing like loaf penny loafers. <laughs> And I keep on, and the way I'm running is I'm throwing pennies ahead of me, putting them in my loafers, and then taking those ones out and throwing those ahead of me. So I keep yeah, stopping. It's a, it's every, a weird system. So it was more about how good of a penny thrower I was yeah, yeah, than it was it. about me running. Good control. Anyways, um, the, um, the arches of my feet were a mess. <laughs> I was bleeding from the back oh, of my, God. my yeah, it's bad. Um, ankles. Um, but... You know, I w- it was always me comparing myself to the people that are actually doing. Then I started doing CrossFit and started focusing in on that. And I was starting to base my workouts off of the people that I found the most fit in there. The great thing that was happening during that time was there's no mirrors in this CrossFit box. So I'm just going as hard as I can go. And then I started focusing on myself rather than those other people because I was really working hard on getting, you know, like competing against myself. It got me in a great place of competing against myself for years doing this. And then, and also still in Muay Thai, you're competing against somebody else. There's no mirrors there to see how you're shadow boxing. I mean, there are, but you're not focused on them. You're focused on the skills. You're more focused on the skills. Cut to now where I've still doing a little bit of uh, kickboxing when I can. Um, but ultimately, just at the YMCA going regular, you know, split Picking days. fights. Picking fights. <laughs> you do your you kickboxing know? at the YMCA. I do it at the Y. I shadow box, you know, in the middle of my cable crossovers, <laughs> waiting for somebody to run into one of my hands. Yeah. And then when they do, on their way out, I kick them in the throat. Because <laughs> I know the distance of my feet compared to my hands is pretty good. In the throat? Uh, while they walk away. What about Cowboy Cerrone catching Ooh, that one on the buddy. fight, like with his toes? Oh. I'll tell you, though, he wasn't expecting a shoulder yeah, strike. Yeah, that was the trip. There was some weird move. You he know, caught like, him twice on the nose with that shoulder. Yeah. Deal. I've never yeah. seen that before. And he hasn't either. He said it. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I didn't think he was going to work so hard for the shoulder strike to be the strike. Yeah. He thought that the shoulder strike was going to set up an uppercut or like an elbow. So he was... He was ready for that, but he wasn't ready for, you know, and then once it took him off his game with his nose, then, you know, the yeah. fake kick to the body and then the kick, you know, kick to the head just like tore him up. That's what's so cool about UFC and MMA is yeah. that it's like space travel. It's like you got these guys just experimenting with shit. And you're yeah. like, wow, that's a whole new thing now. And Who- sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but you take your chances, but you're taking your chances on yourself. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, so, but going to the gym now, the hardest thing for me is to not, because it's not this CrossFit style workout where it's just like, all right, the clock is on, do as many reps as you can. You close your eyes kind of, and you just fucking bang it out. Or if it's Muay Thai, it's just like you hit this bag, you're looking at this bag or you're looking at this human being and you're just you know, trying your best to survive and keep your hands up and keep your legs up and all this stuff and you're moving. Now I'm going, okay, I do 10, 15 reps, take a minute and a half break or a two minute break, try to lift heavy again. Let's go again. And it's how do you know if this is a good workout and how do you... And you're giving me a minute to look around. Yeah, a minute to look around. And as soon as I'm taking that minute or three minutes to look around or there's somebody else on the squat rack and I have to wait for them... And if they're in better shape than I'm, I am, or worse shape than I am, 
you know, it's, it's hard to not, if at one point in my life it was all about comparing, it's hard to still not compare yeah. even years later. Yeah. Um, comes up, bubbles up. And it's usually you're looking for the fittest guy. You know, it's just yeah. like looking for the biggest dude in the room. Right. And you're looking for him and you're like, am I doing what this person's doing? This guy's, you know, banging out, you know, your one rep max he's using as his lightweight fucking work, like right. warm up set. Yeah. Picking his teeth with it. And then he's joking around in between and you're just like, what have I been doing? Right. I feel like I look pretty good. Yeah. I'm getting um, fucking buried. But I look like shit compared to this guy. And it's like, do I, don't I, who cares? Yeah. But it's so hard to just focus on. And it's right. The, the, the river doesn't change directions. You just have to, you know. Yeah. I, you know, so here's the hope is that. So initially this is getting you in the gym, right? You want to meet some hot guys. Mm-hmm. You want to make yourself hot. So that gets you in the gym. Great. And the hope is then that like in doing that, you start to feel good. Yes. And then you're like, ooh, I like working out. I'm going to keep working out because it makes me feel good. I, I'm improving mentally and physically, and all. I'm getting all these positive benefits from it. Sure. So you started from a more kind of vain place, and then you ended up you know, in a healthy place. Now, if that doesn't happen, then you need to start evaluating things and yeah. seeing what you can do from a mentality standpoint. And you know, we talk about resolutions and goals and all that kind of stuff, and that's tricky territory too. But I think that if, you, if you're implementing good systems – then you can operate from a place of abundance and success. So it's not like I need to lose, you know, 20 pounds in a month. It's I need to implement a system that's going to allow me to beat, to lose body fat. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to commit to this, this level of workout every week. And I think that that's a healthier place to be instead of I need to lose 20 pounds in two months. Right. Because then you can, if you don't lose that 20 pounds in two months, you fail. But if you're like, if you say to yourself, I'm going to implement this system and I'm going to make a commitment to it, if you show up and you deliver on that system, you operate from a place of success every day. Absolutely. And then it builds and then the weight loss will come. And so it's, then it doesn't, it's not about the weight loss anymore. It's about implementing a healthy system. Yeah. And it's a subtle shift in thinking, but it's like, we're talking about patting those banks on the river. Yeah. So that, and then it's like, you just got to keep checking in with yourself. And like Eugene said, He's he's really healthy about it. He's made huge improvements in his body and his mind, but he still has to check in every once in a you while. Still like, gotta, yeah, you're still going to struggle with things because they've affected your life for however many years, yeah. if not your whole life. And if they've been peppered in to your mindset and you're not trying to um, change it, you're just trying to accept and right. see what you can do about it. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, the fact that you are attracted to this type of guy is what you are attracted to. If you um, want to be fit while you're dating a fit guy, then that gives you a, a, a focus. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, you know, if you if you just do the work, you're gonna be the guy that people are gonna look at and want to date. Then, right? They can just, think about it that way yeah. as well. So keep just, the the hard work. Ah, fuck! I'm so weak! Um, and also knowing that it takes time to do any of this. Like, th- that's the, the thing, too, when we're talking about these resolutions, we're talking about themes for the year. Like, I, you do have to think about it for the year. 
I, it's so funny where some people's resolutions are like, ah, for the month of January, it's like 30 days ain't long enough nah. for you to sustain a healthy lifestyle. Nah. Not nah. even close. Nah. Take the year. What are you, a fruit fly? Take the year to be better. Money 20, baby. Money 20. Take it. Implement systems. Systems. System. Hey, Bell Babies. You know, Ryan and I talk a lot right now about our sleep. It's been coming up a lot. Yeah. It's a, it's hot, it's a hot issue on this podcast. We want to make sure that we are well rested. Yeah, for all for all the health benefits that that a good night's rest yield. Yeah. It's endless. It I mean, is the endless. science is in. We need to be sleep. We're, we, we need to be sleep, baby. We, we need to be sleep. People are undersleeped out here in uh, the United States. And a lot of the time, it's because people are having a hard time falling asleep. Yeah. You they know? They have trouble falling asleep, and they have trouble staying asleep. Right. Some people have trouble with both. That's me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and on average right now, Especially with screens, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, people are getting a lot less quality sleep than ever before. Yeah, we're at an all-time low. I mean, the the averages are dropping down in the United States, and we're we're much lower than what we need to be. Right I mean, now. with all of the streaming services, all of the shows that people are always talking about, the podcasts that you're listening to, the like anything. People are looking at butts on Instagram. People love them butts. They're looking at butts. All that blue light. Yeah, all that blue light. But is guess keeping what, you up. It's keeping you up. But tackling sleep issues shouldn't feel impossible. No. And um, the existing sleep aids aren't effective, and they're making you groggy in the morning. We know that. So that's why there's this company that we're working with called Remrise. Remrise, you guys. This is an amazing company, and what they're doing is incredible. Um, Yeah, they personalize sleep solutions that use natural plant-based formulas to help you calm your mind, relax your body, and get you in the uh, circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm. I'm so sorry. Uh, (laughs) Don't apologize for that. I am so sorry. Sorry, but you'll get a better and more restorative sleep. Yeah, and this is drug free. There's yeah. no groggy side effects. Uh-uh. And guess what? If you're using a like, if you're using something like a prescription uh, prescription drug for sleep aid, mm-hmm. you don't get the proper amount of deep sleep that you should. Those things they give you a lot of light sleep, but they knock you out of deep sleep, and that's what we've been talking about on this podcast. We're trying you to need, get you into that deep sleep. You need to get there naturally, and you got to get there naturally. And all you have to do is go to getremrise.com/dumbbells and take their free sleep quiz. I took the quiz. We took the quiz. Mm-hmm. I got power off. Um, so that's what they recommended to me. It's re- the quiz is simple. It's easy. It's fun. Um, it actually forces you to kind of like figure out w- what you're really doing, answer sure. those questions for yourself. And then, so they looked at my responses that I gave on this quiz and they gave me the power off. And, yeah. uh, so they sent me these kind of this, this personalized formula of, um, of the Remrise, uh, you know, plant-based, uh, supplements and they're individually packed. So you get like week one, week two, week three, awesome. and they've got the days broken down in there right. and you're never getting the same combination each day. It's always different. So that way you don't build up any kind of tolerance to it. And then you don't get, uh, you don't get like a, too much of a, you know, too much of a buildup of any one particular supplement in there. But it's ultimately just helping you Get on top of your own sleep. And, you know, Remrise comes with an awesome digital app that you can use to help track your sleep progress. 
Um, and it even has some guided meditation to help you get into the right mindset to go to bed at night. Yeah, so I've been using the app too, and the app is really cool because you start putting in your quality sleep. You break. I've been using it in conjunction with uh, my Fitbit, and Great. then so you're able to see like, ooh, this this specific protocol worked really well for me. Uh, you know, this the exercising at this time, eating at this time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The app is really intuitive and easy to use. And, um, you know, the, the constant for me has been using the Remrise supplements one hour before bedtime. Awesome. Well, you should check out Remrise as well today. And you go to getremrise.com slash dumbbells, take their sleep quiz. And when you sign up, you'll get your first week of Remrise free. Just pay for shipping. That's it. Uh, you won't find an offer like this anywhere else to get your first week of Remrise for free. When you sign up, you go to get Remrise. Woo, baby. <laughs> I guess I'm getting sleepy. You go to getremrise.com slash dumbbells. Getremrise.com slash dumbbells. That's G-E-T-R-E-M. R-I-S-E dot com slash dumbbells. Yeah. Get that first week for free of REM Rise. On us. Uh, Nick had a question for us uh, as an email. Uh, what do you recommend for basic home gym equipment? He's just looking for uh, lifting and strength training. He gets his cardio on the street, which means he fights people probably. <laughs> Um, so that keeps your cardio up is just fighting people that you walk past on the street. Good. As far as home, basic home equipment. I mean, getting a pair of dumbbells, maybe a kettlebell. Um, uh, you can go old, you know, you can go and get a rack and get, you know, um, a bench and, and go through it if you want. Um, but I, I honestly feel like a medium, medium sized dumbbells. Not um, that that you could I, use. Yeah, I mean, you could go. You know, these, you the pull up bar. Yeah, the Bowflex um, Select Tech dumbbells are really cool. Oh yeah, you get a whole system there. So those, for those of you that don't know, are the power blocks. The That's power the blocks. Sc- yeah, yeah. Same same uh, philosophy or same premise. It's uh, adjustable weights. They're adjustable dumbbells. And so they have like, um, you know, you can max them all the way out at like 80 pounds and then you can keep clipping them down lower and lower and lower. You have one set. And so you're covered. You have every, you know, weight range completely covered. Uh, So you can get those. You can get yourself uh, a bench. You can buy them secondhand or on Amazon bench. And then you're pretty covered there. It's crazy that we're in the third week of January and I bet you you can go onto Craigslist or um, Amazon, uh, Craigslist or, or, or like whatever is close, Facebook, whatever, and find um, people that are selling their uh, equipment already. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. And and you the price keeps that. coming down on all that stuff. Sure. Uh, we like the Spree bands a lot, S-P-R-I yes. bands. Uh-huh. They make great bands. So, you know, you get yourself some bands. You, If you want to splurge and go with those um, those dumbbells that we mentioned, that's fine. Or like Eugene said, just that kind of medium weight range is great. Yeah. Get yourself a kettlebell, and you're off to the races, man. Yeah, you get again, a jump rope. You get a jump rope. You get a pull-up bar, You that one that, like, hooks up to a doorway. Or, you know, like, drill one into your garage. Either way. You can get a great setup for under $250. Easily. Yeah. Easily. And you're completely covered. Yeah. And then there's all these, you know, fitness apps. We've we've listed them a ton on, you know, on the podcast. Sure. That, you know, give you these workouts. You can look on YouTube. Uh, if you don't have a computer or a phone, 
I don't know how you're listening to this, but you could go to the li- library and use a computer there. Yeah. Get some uh, DIY workout stuff. Take some notes. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like, you know, just uh, give your, give yourself time to work on it too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, it again, the minimum that you should be thinking of your goals is around three months. Yeah. Like as far as, you know, Oh, for what? You, yeah, for what you're doing. For yeah. what you're doing. If you're trying something new, you got to give yourself twelve weeks, eight to twelve weeks. Um, we can't to, count. We don't know what that means yeah. or how that is. But how we just that is. that's that's uh, you know that's two to three months of like consistently going and being happy in there um, and and feeling comfortable in the workout that you're doing for you to see any kind of results. Um, uh, one more question here. You want to do one more? Is uh, from Abe from uh, a little lifting routine. Hey, bro, scientists. Love the po- podcast. My question is uh, with upper body strength. I am in my early 40s, and I do a bunch of distance running. I've done this for many, many years. I'm getting right. older. Relax. Yeah, he's a runner. Relax. Um, and I know I am many, going to many. have a hard time keeping muscle. I have a low um, lower body routine, but I'm working to add some upper body strength. My goal isn't to go after a lot of gains, but just to add some good general strength and overall fitness. I've been able to lift two or t- three times a week. Do you have um, eight to 10 essential upper body lifts I could do each session that I, I can incorporate into my lifting routine two or three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Eight to ten, you probably don't even need that many. No, no. Uh, upper body strength, I'm assuming you're, you know, obviously talking about everything across the board, your chest, your back, your shoulders, your uh, arms. Yeah. Right? Maybe some core work or that's already covered in your um, lower body routine. I don't know. Um but, you know, you just doing a standard bench press and an incline press, both of those are two exercises that you can add. Bench, incline, definitely military press. Definitely a shoulder press. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, seated and, seated and or standing. Right. Uh, you know, if, you really, if you're really looking to kind of like isolate, you know, maybe, maybe even going seated where you kind of strap in and load up. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd be able to do a little bit more weight. Um, but you absolutely could do it standing. Standing would be the more functional approach. And sure. since you're, you're, you know, you're more interested in, um, you know, just improving that upper body strength as opposed to making real specific gains, maybe going with the standard standing military press. Yeah. But there's a lot of technique to that. You got to make sure you're doing it right. Um, and then like, you know, bicep curl. Yeah. Uh, tri- tricep extension. I mean, ultimately what you should try to do is, um, since you're going two or three days a week, um, Let's let's say right now it's just two days a week. I think you just break that down between a pull and a push day. Yeah. Uh, and that'll do your upper body. So your push day will be like a bench press, uh, an incline press, a be- uh, incline bench press, a military pre- press or Arnold press overhead. Yeah. Um, and then like a... Um, and then your tricep work. Your tricep work. So then you're doing like, you know, um, either standing like... Um, uh, the, the, yeah. Like, uh, skull crushers. Yeah. No, but what are they, what is that? French press? Yeah. Like standing that, French press. Is that you know? what that's called? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Where you're standing in, uh, in, you've got you the got dumbbell the behind your head yes. and pulling straight up. Yeah. Um, or like the, uh, the, uh, kickbacks, the kickbacks, any of that stuff so that you'll do it. You'll do a push day. 
Um, and then your pull day, you'll do like, you know, uh, bent over rows, um, anything like, like single arm bent over rows. You could do some delt, you know, um, flies, reverse flies, um, pull-ups. Yeah. Lat pulls. Yeah. Weighted lat pulls. Depends on, I don't know what kind of gym access you have. Sure. Uh, but I, yeah, Eugene, and then, and then your bicep work, yeah. standing bicep curls. Also, if you're hammer looking curls, cur- uh, curls, hammer curls, uh, you know, you could strap cable on with the rope, sure. you know, go old school. Uh, and I think, I think for specifically wanting to add, um, strength, um, stay, stay in as much as you can with dumbbells. Because yeah. dumbbells really build individual arm strength. There you go. Um, you know, sometimes if you're doing everything with a bar, if you have some imbalances there, they're they're you know aggravated or um, not aggravated, but uh, they're brought out more by doing you know only barbell stuff. Yeah. But uh, you know, do some individual arm stuff. Um, definitely do some bar stuff, but do some individual arm stuff too. If I dumbbells. if I was going to add two exercises that are essential though I would um, and you're just trying to make sure that you're staying strong is a standard push up and a standard pull up yeah if you can I do like those um, and standard pull ups meaning that your grip is facing your your palms are facing the wall or the bar facing the uh, bar yeah um, I mean how do how do you say that um, fingers facing the bar fingers uh, facing the bar yeah yeah. No, because I'd be the same way. Yeah. Um, your palms it, away from you. Palms away from you, basically. Yeah, that's it. Um, is, palms away. So not chin, chin ups where your palms are facing your you. Um, you're pull doing ups. Pull ups. Yeah. So uh, pull ups, push ups are the two things that um, I would say are essential on those days. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and depending on what kind of equipment you have access to, yeah. you can do those anywhere, but Get yeah, the push up, the push up should start your push day. The pull up should start or end your, your pull day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I think oh, I always like to bookend with those things too. start yeah. and finish with those with push ups or pull ups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that Eugene nailed it. Push, have a push day and a pull day. Um, and you know, push ups and pull ups is kind of uh, key. Yeah. Key. Because yeah. you're just trying to keep up your strength, and you can also do those. Hopefully, um, you know that it's it's a good um, uh, it's a good way to check in on how your strength is. Yeah, depending on the amount of push-ups you can do and the amount of pull-ups you can do. Um, we're both in the millions. <laughs> we're we're hitting the millions, hitting man. The millions. I wish I could consistently do as many pull-ups as I could do push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a it's tough impossible. one. Is there anybody that balanced? I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's those guys who, you know, who move around like that or like have, you know, it's like how many pushups you do until you start going like, Oh, I'm doing a pushup. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. And then it starts getting harder and harder is a lot. It takes a lot longer to get there than with a pull up where it's just like after one or two, you're just like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> Just going to bang out 10, I guess, for the day. I remember being in, uh, playing high school football and we'd be doing, you know, our calisthenics for push-ups, conditioning. I'd look over and there'd be some fucking guy just laying on the ground. Just not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, all right, I'm done. Fucking hit my done. limit. Later. Just uh, take a nice little snoozeroo. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, I hope that's starting you guys off for Money 20 here. Money 20. It's, um, you know... We're we're mid Jan. Mid Jan doesn't mean you can't just start now. 
Um, it means you can start whenever you listen to this or whenever you felt motivated to start. Do you stand mid-Jan? Um, I stand mid-Jan, yeah. yeah me too. Um, I'm one a, more I'm check. I'm a fan of it. What, how'd you sleep last night, Stanger? Not great. How'd you do? I did great. Let's hear it. Excellent. You were excellent? Yeah. Oh, you fucking I was bastard. excellent last night. Um, I scored last night sleeping. I scored a 90. Oh, shit, dude. What, I so- slept for eight hours and 21 minutes. Okay. Um, 20% in deep sleep, one hour and 44 minutes in deep oh sleep. Oh, my God. Man. Dude. Hour and 48 minutes in REM. Wow. Four hours, 49 minutes in light sleep. And then 30 minutes awake. That's incredible. Um, and my awake was only to start. I didn't wake up at all through the night. That's amazing. So just to get to sleep, and then I crashed like a fucking bear. Uh, here's Big Rise sleep score. Fair at 65. Okay. I slept for a total of um, six hours and nine minutes. Okay. So 10.53 bedtime, 6 a.m. wake-up time. Sure. Uh, Got to sleep in a little bit. I had 58 minutes awake, um, a paltry 23 minutes of REM sleep, four hours, 52 minutes light sleep, and 54 minutes of deep, which is... Maybe a little, I'm, I tend to get a little bit more deep sleep, but my deep sleep's been a little light the past couple of nights. Yeah. Um, I usually get cl- I, an hour or a little over an hour, but uh, what are you going to do? Hey. I'm working on it. You're I'm working, working on, on it. it. I gave myself seven hours. That's I good. I should have gone to bed earlier. I could have gone to bed earlier last night. We are watching a show. Yep. That's what will do it. Yeah. You are watching the SAG Awards. Watch the SAG Awards. I was watching The Outsider on HBO. Oh, any good? It's good, yeah. Um, before we go, a couple of things. One shout-out to Andrew. One shout-out to Matt. Oh, some Instagram folks. Um, uh, Matthew. A uh, couple of people tagged us. Um, Andrew tags us pretty regularly uh, with his lifts, uh, which is awesome, um, of just like all of his his training photos, which we love. Um, keep tagging us in it. He's getting some good calorie workouts. He's doing some runs. He's doing some um, lifts. You know, he's showing us his bar, all that stuff. Um, really working hard out there. So, Andrew. We uh, love hearing from you. We love it. Uh, you can check his stuff out. Nor, yeah. nor P Fit 13. Yeah. Um, no good. rep fit. Yeah. 13. Uh, <laughs> no, I think my way's right. And then... Uh, no reap fit. The quick Matt, Matthew, uh, just showed his progression. Um, he, uh, he, he's, he's lost 67 pounds. Um, I think it's the Q week. Mm. Oh, at. Boy. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy, dude. Oh, boy. Matt, oh, boy. you're killing it. Anyways, uh, Matt... Crushing it, losing 67 pounds, tagging us on Instagram, uh, letting us know how hard he's working. That is so awesome, dude. Very proud of you. Um, Keep on uh, sending us those. It's very inspiring to know as we're starting this year, there's people who have already started their journey and have succeeded and uh, kept up with it. So uh, we love it. Um, If you want to find us on Instagram, you can do so at the dumbbells on all social media. 
Um, but mainly Instagram. We don't tweet as much. We might as well just get off of Twitter because we don't do it at all. Um, but no, Instagram, we, 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 we jump in there a little bit more. Um, so, uh, but uh, Facebook as well, at the Dumbbells. If you want to email us so we can answer some questions through that, uh, please do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself today and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, and all our wonderful uh, question askers out there, we had a lot of great questions yeah. and many more to get through. Uh, we'll keep answering them. Uh, and the, the Instagram folks, yeah. uh, Matt and Andrew, we loved hearing from you guys. Please don't be shy. You're allowed. Uh, we like to remind everybody out that that's out there listening to train dirty Eat clean. and live in between almost couldn't say that. <laughs> One, two, three, that was a hit down podcast.